Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Hallelujah. Who am I? Who am I? Glory to Him. Hallelujah. Who am I? That the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt. Who am I? That the bright and morning star would choose to like the wind. Because of what I've done, but because of who you are. 
Hallelujah. He knows them that are his. And we're so grateful this morning to be here in his presence. Let's go to Michael W. Smith. You are the air I bring. Let's just get into the flow this morning. Let the anointing of worship, let it bring you into a place today where you can walk boldly through the rest of this day. Hallelujah. Just let this song right here, let it sink on down. Michael W. Smith.
his name. One more day. Oh, bless his holy name. I'm lost without you. Can't do nothing without you, Father. Straighten us out this morning. Yes, Father. I'm just So 
I'm just blessed this morning for a 539 wake-up. Glory, amen. Woke up in his strength. Amen. Been in many battles. But I just give him the glory this morning that he is my heavy load carrier and my burden barrier. And that is a true saying that if we trust in him and lean not to our own understanding, that he will carry us through. So I'm so grateful this morning. Did you touch your sister line? And I talked with her yesterday, and I give her the time and everything for the uh, uh, program. And so she will, uh, uh, and my midnight program, I just need for the saints of God to get in and help. You know, if you're just there, that's the presence of the Lord. And people don't understand, you don't have to pray long prayers. You just pray, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for an opportunity to be here this morning, you know, because I'm not going to allow the enemy to come and to sow any calf amongst my field. And so we bind up everything that the enemy has planned for this morning at midnight. You know, however, the Holy Spirit will give them how to pray. You know, you don't have to pray, 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 pray. Just the presence of the anointing of one being, the enemy can't trespass that, but the enemy is out to try people and weaken them and break them down. But that's why I'm here. Amen. I'm here to let the enemy know that I am still on the battlefield for the Lord and that no weapon formed against this ministry or whosoever is connected to the body. There are many churches, but I say to the body, and when we're connected to the body, we have daily fellowship, whether it be by the phone or whether it be in spirit. You know, thinking about someone, if you're thinking about that other person, that other person, uh, 10 chances uh, uh, that he's thinking and she's thinking about you also. So we definitely want to continue to think about all of our people all around the world. Amen. I think about you, Robin Lynn, all the time. I pray about you. Amen. All the prophetess and all the fine people of the Most High. I'm always constantly thinking about you, praying about you, amen, and just obeying the Father concerning your destiny and your journey. And don't ever think that you're the only one like Elisha. I'm the only prophet in Jezebel seeking my life. You're not the only one. We're standing in the gap for you all out there. And we're trusting and depending on the Father. I want to give you my daily reading, and then we'll go into the Word in the book of John. And we are talking about love. We're talking about the things to love, who to love, how to love, and what not to love. This morning, uh, reading for today, for June the 11th, uh-oh, let me go a little further. Yeah, June the 11th, I, I passed that up. Okay, July the 11th, Guardian Angel, and we're reading it out of God's Calling, the inspiring classic of God's Calling, the prayer of love and joy that restore faith and serenity in our troubled world. And this is a book that I've had for God knows how many years, so I don't know if it's still in print, but some of these books, that I'm gonna, the other book that I'm going to read out of, Jesus Calling by Sarah Sarah Young, you can order it off Amazon, and I just advise you all to please get this book, Experience Peace 
in the presence of the Savior who I always who is always with you. Amen. Let us get this reading here um, out of July the 11th, and it reads, Guardian Angel, you are mine. The topic is Guardian Angel. It says, you are mine. Once I've set, once I have set on you my stamp, excuse me, and my seal of ownership, and all my whole storm to serve and protect you. Remember that you are a daughter of a king. Excuse me. Try to picture a bodyguard of my servitudes in the unseen waiting, longing, affection to do all that is necessary for your well-being. Feel things. Feel this. Feel this as you go through the day. Feel this and all is well. He wants us to feel his presence no matter what opposition you all out there. Amen. Praise him. You all don't be afraid of what you're going through. Amen. Go through it with expectancy that this too shall end. So many times we get in a battle. So many times ugly diseases and stuff come upon people's uh, uh, a body and they uh, uh, they begin to fret and they begin to fear and they begin to think that, you know, oh, my God. You know, the Bible said that we're going to go through the fire, Isaiah 43. So we're going to go through the water. The water is tears of despair. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The water is so much trouble around you until it seems like you're going to sink. Hallelujah. And then in some of the waters, the real waters, natural real waters out there that you will go through. And you won't be able to withstand the tides and the current. But the Lord will speak to you in the midst of drowning, and he will save you. But you need to work for the king. If you're no good for nothing, then what's the sense of him even reaching down and saving you? God still loves you, though. <laughs> he will save you. <laughs> He's no respect to person. So, amen, the Holy Spirit shut me down on that when he got in my head, and he said, uh-uh, don't put that out there. He said, you let my people know that I don't care where you're at, how low you are. I want to pick you up and bring you back to me. So he says this morning, it doesn't matter who you are, how long you've been in your mess, uh, how much, uh, how many septic tanks you fell in. He said, fall into it all this morning. Amen. So thank you, Lord, for correcting me because I'm just finna say, if you ain't doing nothing, he ain't going to save you. He said, don't tell them that. I'm going to save them if they do or don't. I'm going to save you if you don't want to be saved. He said, because I'm going to give you opportunity to come to me all the way to the grave. He's yet thronging us to come, 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 come to me. So our other morning reading for July the 11th is worship me only. Adultery has always been the downfall of my people. I make no secrets about being a jealous God. Caring idols are more subtle than ancient ones because today's false gods are often outside the field of religion. People's possessions, status, and self Self, let me check this word out. Self-aggrandizement, self-aggrandizement 
are some of the most popular deities today. Beware of bowing down before these things. False God never satisfied. Instead, they stir up lust for more and more. When you seek me instead of the world's idols, you experience my joy and peace. These entangable slakes, the thirst of our soul, providing deep satisfaction. The glitter of the world is tiny and temporal. The light of my presence is brilliant and everlasting. Walk in the light with me. Thus you become you become a beacon through whom others are drawn to me. Thank you, Father. Exodus 20, 4th verse to the 5th verse. Isaiah 55, 12, 2nd Samuel 22, 29. You have heard the reading for today. Oh, come back here. Oh, come back here. Boy, I got to declare my office desk. Mm. Amen. So things won't be jumping off the desk trying to draw my attention. Let me get my coffee drunk up for it jumps to jump off the desk. And I don't need that to happen, so let me get it down. Amen. We bless the Lord for all of our viewers, for all of the ones that continue to come and download these programs. I certainly pray and hope that these messages have blessed you, touch your family. These are messages straight from the throne of the Father. I'll tell you no lie. He's an on-time God, and he shows us the direction to go. He keeps us. He teaches us. But you need a prayer life. And I admonish and invite whosoever can and will come and support our 12 a.m. prayer. If you can't get on at 12 a.m., come at 11. And if you all show your face, amen, we may even back it back to 9. And then we'll give it a break. We'll come in at 9 o'clock. And then we'll break and come back at midnight. We'll prepare ourselves at 9 p.m., and then we can come back at midnight. It'll get you in the spirit, or either we'll just worship the Lord and cry out to him from 9 o'clock to midnight, and then that awaits the people that need to rest to go to work. But I don't care if you do need to go to work. You need prayer. So don't send me no letters about pray for this and pray for that when all you have to do is come. Of course, I'm still going to pray for you, though. You know I am. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that I want. I'm going to pray, 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 pray for the body of Christ. I love the body of Christ. Amen. It's an awesome experience to uh, walk with the peoples of God and those that are looking for the favor of God. Uh, we need the word this morning. And, and over here at Fellowship of Love, uh, free for all, we teach line up online, and we teach the Word of God. And the most so thing that we're experiencing in these last days is that He's a keeper. He wants to deliver us from all of the all of the diseases, all of our attributes that is uh, uh, sinful. And I'm telling you, I uh, just fell out before the Lord. And I said, Lord, I'm just tired of fighting. I'm tired of struggling with humanity, you know, fix me and make me, you know, able to endure. And I tell you, it didn't take him long. He gave me patience. I need patience this morning. I need endurance. I need willpower. I need strength. I need all the attributes 
of him today. And so I just want to just bless his name, amen, for him taking our time with me and teaching me and showing me what his will is in this hour. Okay, let us go into the Word this morning. I believe we're going to go to First Corinthians 7 and 21. Let's start there. We've been talking about <coughs> love. We started off with 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, talking about the love. Okay. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 7. Let me put some band on in here. I believe I'm getting a little warm up in here. Amen. God bless her. Yeah, so many hurting people is in society today. You don't know they're hurting because they're not telling, they're not saying anything. But you can tell the hurt of others, and we're the ones that to bring healing to them. We're to show them love. Amen. First um, Corinthians seven and thirty-one, and those who use this world as not misusing it for the form of this world is passing away. The word this morning is telling us to let this world go. And that means these uh, 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 ones that are in church, you know, it just don't take all of what I'm looking at today. I see too many churches, you know, it becomes a spirit of bondage to have all of these churches all up and down the street within one mile radius, two mile radius, there's 15 churches, and three mile radius is 20 churches. And this is very, very true. So if the churches, a man, are sitting there, and people are still lost up under the bridge, then what's wrong with the church? It's not the people that are lost and out, you know, because I said, Lord, look like you're going to have to raise up a shepherd in me to go and to build you a church where we can demonstrate love not only to the people, but we're going to demonstrate to the other these other pastors. That money is not for your helicopters. That money is not for you to go and buy you a luxury car. I don't see none of the apostles or prophets of God. King Solomon, he had everything. Yes, he did. But he was a man that bestowed all those goods and made it available to the people. It do you no good to have all these nice things in your own care. <clears throat> And mothers go home from church after paying their tithes. 
and their children are hungry, and she has to struggle. He has trying to stay saved and trying to keep Anthony and trying to keep uh, Larry out of her life so she can live a clean, holy lifestyle. Why is the members of his body that can't feel this mother that she need help? I believe that, amen, that the father in this last day and time, that he's raising up a people that's going to love his people, love them enough until he's going to love them out of their frightness. People are afraid today, so when they're afraid, they cut you off. They say ugly things because of their hurt. Now, I'm talking from experience because, you know, I deal with these people every day. Some have laid their hands on me, misjudged me. Some had said bad things about me. I have even gotten into a fight, a brawl. But I put my arms over every one of those people's. And every one of those people, they found out that my coming was not in fighting of fear, but it was in love. We need to draw people not to our organization, but we need to draw them from this world. Look what the Word of God says here in Isaiah 14. Isaiah 14, where is it at? Okay, 16. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will still choose Israel. Now, 13. The burden against Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos saw. Lift up a banner on the high mountain. Raise your voice to them. Wave your hands that they may enter the gates of the noble. I commanded my sanctified one. I have also called my mighty men for my anger. Those who rejoice in my exhortation, the noise of a multitude in the mountains, like that of my pe- many people, a tremendous noise of the kingdom of nations gathered together. The Lord of hosts muscles the army for battle. They come from a far country, from the ends of heaven. The Lord and his weapons of indignation to destroy the whole land. This is why it's so important that you believe this word because the Almighty did not create this world for us to be doing what we're doing. All of this religious stuff, stop it. I'm going to church. I'm, well, it t- you are the church, but we always try to put our church in some building so we can sit down in that building, and that's all you want to do is just sit down. He didn't call you to sit down. He called you to go and to bring forth. He said, hello, that your fruit is supposed to be getting some other fruit. But we're so caught up this morning in our own idiotic ideas of what God likes and what he don't like. He sure don't like me to sit around, you understand, waiting for Wednesdays and Sundays and all them days. He wants us to fellowship on a daily basis. With these people, I mean, you need to sometimes think about it. Everything I see on Facebook about winning the $10,000, everybody talking about what they're going to do. I put it on Facebook, none of you all is going to win it because everyone said what they're going to do with the money, and it was all for themselves. 
They're not thinking about doing anything for the neighbor next door. They said that some said that I can pay off my the college fund for my child. Some said pay off medical bills. Some said they would buy a new car. Some said they would take a vacation, and the list goes on and on. What would you do with $10,000? What I do with it is just what I do with the dollars I already have. I'll make sure that these people have something and they'll know that God loved them. I'll take my meat and my grill and i go out there and do just what I do. If you live down in Houston, Texas, then you need to come and help because that's sure what we do. We go straight out there and we feed them. We love on them. We make sure that they got ice in a cooler. Put them a cooler out there and then come and put ice in that cooler. Come put water in that cooler for those people. I'm not bothered about those crackheads. You're a crackhead, too. Yes, every one of us are crack vessels, and it's going to take him, hallelujah, to mend that crack and that brokenness in our life. We have not arrived. Look what he says here. Wow, it says, uh, to destroy the whole land, he says, uh, um, the Lord of hosts muscles the army for battle. They come from a far country, from the ends of heaven. The Lord and his weapons of indignation to destroy the whole land. Well, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It will come as destruction from the Almighty. And it's telling you what's going to happen. So many ministers and ministries will cry unto the Almighty. Because why? Because they have built their organization wrong, they built <coughs> excuse me. They built their organization off the backs of men, and that's not the way we're gonna build this thing. We're gonna build this thing off of love. All of my messages is all about love, because that's what we need today. We all need love. And this love can only come from the Father. He has to change us from the inside out. He has to deliver us from our own ideas. We have too many ideas. I ain't going to do this. I ain't going to do that. How you ain't going to do anything when you is not, you are not your own. Excuse me. You was bought with a price, my dear. And that price you also must pay. And it's going to cost you your life. You must sell out. You must stop your bickering, your complaining, stop begging God. He has already predestined you to be great. He's already chosen the things that you need to bring you to an expected end. Come on, people that are listening to me. Please seek him so he can guide you. He can guide you and some of the strangest ways. I was looking for my eyeglasses days ago, last week, and I looked all over in the office. I went all outside in the car, and I looked. I couldn't find my Bluetooth speakers, and I looked. Finally, I come in the house, and the hedge bushes, they stand about two and a half foot. And as I was walking in the house, my body just leaned to the left, and this is nighttime. And my hand went in the hedge bush, and my hand grabbed my eyeglasses, 
out of the head bush, and I stood at the door exalting the Father, saying, my God, did you see that? I'm asking him, did he see that? I saw it. How in the world do you know to put your hands in a hedge bush? What if some washers in there? And you pull like glasses, and they're in your hand, and you're looking at them like, oh, my God, did you see that? And that's, that's, that's just one thing. On the 21st of June, on the 20th of June, the Holy Spirit said, go look in your car. Go look in your car. So the neighbors, my car was at the neighbors, and I called him. I said, Javis, I need to look in the car. He said, okay, I'll open it up. So you open the trunk of the car. I looked in the trunk of the car, and I seen some lights which you wear on your head, like fishing lights, hunting lights. And I uh, I picked them up, and I come on home. But the next day, about 8.30 or 9 o'clock, the Holy Spirit said, go look in the car. This is the 21st, June the 21st. I'll never forget it. I went and I looked in the glove box. I pulled out uh, one of my cards that uh, uh, give me the authorization for anywhere I go or where I can park, where I can be able to park my vehicle right there in the front of the church or wherever, let them know that I'm here on official business. So it says uh, 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 on official business, and it's got, you know, the other stuff that go along with it, international ministry, you know, blah, 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 and who I am. So I got the car, and I bought it in here. So I can put it in my other car, and I put the I put the ticket on the wall. As I stamped that ticket on the wall, stuck it on there, and pinned it up there. The Holy Spirit said, "No, look at it." I went and looked, put I focused my eyes on that ticket and found the date. The date said June the twenty first. The ticket was for no insurance. I had insurance, but didn't have them in the car. Man, I jumped up, I praised him. I said, "Oh my God, let me get." And we got on down there, showed him the insurance, and I began to rejoice and said, only an all-seeing father can do this. And the lady in there, she said, praise the Lord. Another lady came in. A little boy was behind me, 19, 20 years old, and I told him, I said, son, trust him with your life today. I said, if he can show me that my date was the date for this ticket, the lady said, yes, I'm sure glad you got in there. You got one of these ugly citations in the, in the mail. She had everything sitting right up there, knowing that he probably ain't coming. I'm telling you, there are hidden things that you do not see. If you trust him, there is no excuse for no one to sit today and say, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. Trust him. He'll lead you. He can lead you, glory to God. He, he, he He's a mighty good leader. And he loves us in spite of all of these uh, things that we're going through today. Praise him. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. Someone else got a prayer meeting this evening. I'm going to prayer this morning if the Lord said the same. I'm going to 9, 9, P, 9 a.m. prayer, and I'll meet my cousin over there. You know, you gotta, you, 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 you just got to hook up with people, somebody that's going in the direction you're going in, someone to pray with you and pray for you so that you can have momentum and strength. Amen. So as we was reading here in the Word, it says, 
Therefore, all hands will be limp, every man's heart will melt, and they will be afraid. People are afraid right now. Pains and sorrow will take hold of them. They having pains and sorrow right now. They will be in pain as a woman in childbirth. They having that right now. They will be amazed at one another. Their faces will be like flames already. Behold, the day of the Lord comes cruel with both wrath and fierce anger to lay the land desolate, and he will destroy its sinners. See? That's why we have to get these people out of the world. So we have to ask them for power over sin so that we can be able to bring the sinner in. So he's going to destroy the world and his sinners from it. For the stars of the heaven and their constellation will not give their light. The sun will be darkened and it's going forth, and the moon will not cause its light to shine. I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will halt the ignorance of the proud, and I will lay low the heartiness of the terrible. And I will make a mortal, I will make a mortal more rare than fine gold, a man more than the golden wedge of the ephod. Therefore, I will shake the heavens, and the earth will move out of their her places, and the wrath of the Lord of hosts. And in the day of his fierce anger, it shall be as a hunted gazel, and as a sheep that no man takes up. Every man will turn to his own people, and everyone will flee to his own land. Everyone who is found will be thrust through, and everyone who is captured will fall by the sword. Their children also will be dashed into pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be plundered, and on and on and on. You know, believe the word of God. We want to pick and choose what word to believe and what word we ain't going to believe. You know, we need to, we need to believe the word of God this morning. Hallelujah. Let's go uh, over into the book of uh, John. John. I want to go to John 17, but we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit a little bit further over into John. Man, I'm gonna have to cut this telephone. It just keep beeping and, and crying out. Put it on something else. Uh. Uh. Let's go to First John, First John uh, two, First John two and fifteen. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. If we continue doing God's will today, stop all the complaining, stop all the gossiping, stop talking about people, but become a yielded vessel where these lives of these people can stop being taken by Satan. The Father has given us every tool and every instrument. You know, he speaks about uh, the trees of life, Revelation 22, uh, Genesis 1, 29. The Bible tells us Leviticus 18, chapter uh, what to eat and what not to eat. 
so that your mind can be sound, so that anger won't live in you today. You have an opportunity today to get it right. How many years do it take for a person to continue to go over the same thing over and over and over, and then you jump up and you holler, you know, pray for me. You know, you don't understand. You know, it's wrong. You have to present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. How do you expect for the Father to use you and you keep going over the same stuff, getting mad, getting angry, you know, giving people a piece of your mind, you know, cutting them off? Those folks are hurting people. And the Lord sent you. He sent you to bring healing. But you don't have enough patience to sit there and go through what you need to go through so that you can get those people to him. Now, out of the love and the things that I've been through with a group of people, now they up and tell me they want to be married and they want to be baptized. But if I sit here and told you the story of all the misfortune, of all the things that happened to me, how did they pilfered all through my private things and my stuff was scattered all over the ground from one side to the other side. But I kept giving love. It wasn't that I it wasn't that I wanted to give it. It was the father said the only way that it's gonna stop and the only way you're gonna be respected is that you're gonna to have to let them run their course. Sometime you have to let the father do what he needs to do. And it's going to hurt you sometime. But First Peter, the fourth chapter, First Corinthians, the 13th chapter, it told you, if you don't have love, you're just a bunch of words. So many of you all that listen to this message, you say you have love, but when they start persecuting you and start messing with your stuff and start doing all kind of things, then you're ready to retaliate. Surely the flesh didn't like it, and I did want to retaliate. And even up until um, one day I came, and there were some things that I had needed to do, and I th- and I told them what I needed for them to do. The enemy was pegging in my mind, say it's 10 o'clock, and they're still up in there, and they're looking at you, and you have done all of this, and they have not came and lift a finger. And I began to pray and do what I was doing. As I began to pray and do what I was doing, one of them come out and hugged me and said, I'm sorry, and started and started working. And she was, and there's a girl. While her fiancé, I guess he was playing angry, angry for nothing. But then in the end, a love affair broke out because she began to tell me about the reason she was in Houston, Texas, is because her brother has assaulted and molested her from three years old up until now. So she turned 20 the day before yesterday. And I tried to surprise her and just, you know, do a little cookout for her. And I, you know, I did, you know, and they were very, very grateful. And these are people that were homeless people. And they decided to just come and just take over my property and just take my RV. So I was willing to give up my RV since they took it over, then just give it to them. 
I'm not counting the cost of how much money I have invested in it. I'm looking at that if these folks are my assignment, and I'm testifying because I want you people to understand, don't throw people away because they're rude, because they, you know, I mean, I've had more done to me by that one little 19-year-old girl than you probably had done to you uh, in a lifetime. You know, if I would have been in the flesh, I'd have been in the pen because I would have slapped her on the ground. You don't grab a grown man in the collar and shake him and try to throw him on the ground. You just don't do that. But if that's what I have to take, and I'm testifying this morning to show you, I don't need to brag about what's happening because that's not going to get it. I'm only trying to show you the storms that I have to go through, the things that I had to go through, you know, the fight with my hand to try to keep somebody else from uh, raping that girl. People on the outside, they, 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 oh, my God, I don't even want to talk about it. Providence Dixon, I sent you the video. You see that, didn't you? Providence Dixon. I sent you the video, and that's, and that's real. What you saw in that video is because I told him to stay off the property. He acts like some dog. He just won't go what I said, and he wants to go over there, and he wants to he wants to have an affair with that boy's girlfriend. That's what that's what all that was about. When I told him, he told me, "Who do you think you are?" I said, I'll "Tell you what, you step up on this property again. I'm going to show you." So, do you not know that that fella he did not care about nothing I said? But when I began to knock him on that ground, when the power of God showed him that you just looking at you think an old man. So sometimes, you know, it's going to be physical confrontation because God is a God of war. So I'm speaking to you people out there worldwide today. Don't cut people off. If God has sent an assignment to your house, you ask him, how do I handle this assignment, Lord? Give me strength, give me patience, give me your power to be able to stand and to do this thing. He wants to give us victory over every situation today. He wants to heal us, and he wants to let us in into the kingdom. You can't get into the kingdom if you're not willing to go through something. Everybody out here, all they talk about is you know, God going to have to give me strength. Yeah, he want to give you strength, but don't let them be just words coming out of your mouth. Believe what you say, ask for what you want, and don't say what you don't mean. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, Father, we thank you this morning for another opportunity in your word. We certainly pray and hope, Father Lord, that your word was rich with words, and somebody, hallelujah, would get something out of your word this morning. We thank you. We give you all the praise and the glory and all the honor belongs to you, Father. You love us in spite of our differences. Hallelujah and amen. Yeah. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.